from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, it's two hours of an extravaganza that you will not find anywhere. We have our annual Freakies tonight. Race of the year, driver of the year, freak of the year, uh, busted up melon of the year. Well, uh, well, that just might that be. would be the four of us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun two hours here in the Freak Nation. We hand out our Freakies for 2022. Also, interviews with. Uh, Formula D runner-up two times, uh, Matt Field, supporting those uh, Lucas Oil colors. He'll join us uh, this hour. Next hour, Jimmy Creighton, Don Creighton. Recognize those? Okay, you'll recognize the monster trucks they drive. We're talking about Bounty Hunter and Scarlet Bandit. Their tour starts up early January. They'll be joining us next hour. Freak Nation, follow us on Twitter. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Hopefully you're watching us and listening to us on one of our many affiliates across the country. Statman, should we get the debate on right now? How long do we go before you stop saying Happy New Year next year to someone? What about uh, June 25th? (laughs) (laughs) The 26th, that's the Freak Nation's New Year's Day. Valid point. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, man. Out of nowhere, he comes up with that. Holy smokes. Trying to cover up the train going through the studio right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because every year we have a debate, Freak Nation, on how long you carry the, hey, man, Happy New Year to you. Do you, my, position is this that i'll carry it through a portion of february if i haven't seen that person since 2022 like maybe let's just say february 14th i'll say happy to hey man happy new year to everybody i will roll through middle of february and happy valentine's day while well, you're at it well no why who gives a damn well after the pandemic sometimes you didn't see people for years <laughs> when the new year's day would show up for them you know if you haven't seen them for 30 40 months but yeah you bring up a good point the freakish new year and that that calendar begins on january 25th excuse me june 25th so yeah and why does it begin on the 25th crash that was the day of our very first show in the year 2000 Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, Suave, about what about the residential millennials? How long do you guys carry the Happy New Year? I've changed my tune on this. I used to be like, I used to be like, do it until, like you said, Kenny, until I see that person right. uh, at the beginning of the year. I've changed my tune on this. Now I will say Happy New Year to like five people at midnight on New Year's Day through a text, and that's it. That's all you're going to get. 
nothing else. If I see yep. you afterwards, just a, hey, how you doing? Good to see you again. That's, That's it. Millennial. That's a millennial answer if there ever was one. I don't care about you. It's all about me and who I care about. And all the rest of you can pound sand. And it's going to happen in a text. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so basically, if on New Year's Day, in the middle of the day, let's say 1230 in the afternoon, you are at a CVS and the cashier says, Happy New Year. You're not going to say Happy New Year back. That that means I have to get out of the house crash. Now that's a, that's an effort nowadays. See? See, yeah. now we're di- now we're going rabbit holes right here. We're di- deep into the rabbit holes now. Yes. You know, if you're at a CVS, you got problems anyway. <laughs> Where are we going? So long to that sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. Statman Scat brought to you by Walgreens. <laughs> hey, you know, I we don't want to. That, that, there's that's the blue hole of rabbit holes. There's no bottom to that one. I, I don't get me started. Another Niagara Falls, you know. Wow. Well, here's the and Richie's right. This is this is a fact between the first of the. Uh, by the way, this is a motorsports show. We'll get to it here in a minute. Uh, Richie, Richie's right. Uh, between January one and February fourteenth, Richie will see five people. That's it. Richie goes from, from his bed to the mm-hmm. kitchen to the crapper to the studio back to his bed okay. every day. That's what he does. Yep, exactly. Nailed it. <laughs> Have you, you been to- that under the bridge, Richie? Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old now. That's what happens. After I turn 30, it's just curmudgeon all the time, 24-7. Wow. Uh, all right, man. Uh, we got to resume with some affiliate Freak Nation. Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for hanging out. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, man. Our good friends at Sports Map Radio Network chiming in. How you doing? You that man here dancing and vibing. If you weren't here, we've right. been doing some serious dancing and vibing. Yeah, we've been vibing pretty good, man. We've been vibing and curmudgeoning in the same breath and being good at it. Coming up in about, if I can do the math here, in about seven or eight minutes, we're going to start the 2022 year-end Freaky Awards, where Statman, Crasher, Suave, and yours truly, we hand out our Freakies for Race of the Year, Driver of the Year, Freak of the Year and what's that? Big historian. Yeah. And I would appreciate it, Freak Nation, if you hang around and watch this on YouTube or Facebook, or if you're listening to one of our many affiliates, to hang around and listen to this because the effort that we put into this, the study, the time, the the elbow grease that we put into the research that we do here, <laughs> it uh, it's uh, just stick around for this. Uh, you know what? We've, we've had crap weeks. We've, we've had, whether it's been from being sick or being nutcrackered out or being just other school crapped out. Yes, we've had a lot going on, but I think you're going to be impressed with the research. You, you poke fun at it. I think you will be pleasantly surprised. Not the Google machine is smoking in the corner, you know. Right? We've, been, we've been pounded on it really good the last uh, couple hours. Swabby. So 
of, of all four of us, I bet it's Richie who did the most research to come up with the four most interesting answers to our freakies. I, they, you nailed that. Absolutely. I, I kid you not. I spent three hours earlier this week watching highlights of different races. No, you did not. Kid you not. I did. Cause I, my memory is terrible. So I had to go back and refresh my memory about some of these races. Cause I had some candidates, had some candidates. Right. Once I went, went back and watched the highlights, bam, got it. and got my winners. What a boy. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freak Nation, when we resume, I promise our Freakies coming up on the Freak Radio Network. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. It's Kenny Sargent, a loyal Omaha Steaks dude for years. And during the holidays for my family, I'm ordering juicy burgers, tender filet mignon, air-chilled, naturally lean chicken, and a side of stuffed baked potatoes from omahasteaks.com. And the great news? I get to taste all of it when I go home for the holidays. It's pretty wise, huh? Well, when you use the code FREAKS right now with your order at omahasteaks.com, you're going to grab an additional 40 bucks off your order. And that's on top of an already 50% off site-wide at omahasteaks.com. Code FREAKS, and you'll get 40 bucks off. The tastiest steaks, pork, chicken, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals, they're waiting for you at omahasteaks.com. Take the guesswork out of gifting. Order now with code FREAKS for 40 bucks off. And beat the rush because some things never change, right? Omaha Steaks, the world's best beef. Every steak and every entree comes with 100% money-back guarantee. Order today, beat the shipping rush, and use promo code Freaks at checkout for 40 bucks off at omahasteaks.com. Minimum order may be required. It's edgy and downright offensive at times. So he wins my what an idiot for the month of July. See the world of NASCAR through their eyes. Hey, it's TJ, Brett, and Freddie. Superstar guests and plenty of hot takes. And we are door bumper clear. NASCAR hits Mad TV with door bumper clear. Only on Mav TV, Motorsports Network. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All American Dish, your Dish authorized retailer now. 800 296 1251. 800 296 1251. That's 800 296 1251. Offers require credit qualification, 24 month commitment, early termination fee, and e auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
hospiceoil.com. Check out the site. It would probably make every person in your family happy if they rolled out Christmas morning and bam, some Lucas Oil Speed Wax, some Lucas Oil Stabilizer under the tree. Head to O'Reilly Auto Parts, CarQuest, AutoZone, your neighborhood auto parts store today to find the products from Lucas Oil to keep your ride fat and happy. It's the 2022 version of the Freaky Awards. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Suave, we're all here. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook Live. How you doing? YouTube and, of course, the Freak Radio Network. And have we been doing the Freakies every year, guys? Or was there a year that we crapped the bed and said, screw it, we're just too dang tired? Oh, no, we've done them every year. We've changed them up a little bit year to year, but... We've always had a driver of the year. We've always had a race of the year, and we've mm-hmm. always had a freak of the year. Got it. Well, I'm sure that we go back through the uh, the annals of the archives. Annals. The annals. Annals. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> <laughs> Careful how you pronounce Hey-o. that. How's it going, Freak Nation? Just saying. <laughs> Coming at you Friday nights on ninety five five. Uh, I'm sure we go through Statman's annals of. Uh, record keeping and find out really what we've had over the last uh, 22 years. Right. Stat. Without question. I mean, <laughs> some of this stuff has been, uh, the freak of freakies, you know, <laughs> we, get, we get out there sometimes. You know? All right. So let's do this. Let's start out with race of the year for 2022. And again, freak nation, you could chime in again. If you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook live, you see the chat there, bam, drop it, man. Uh, tell us what your race of the year is for the 2020 race of the year is for 2022 uh, motorsports season. Your freakies. All right, Suave, let's go with you, my friend. Race of the year is what? Did my research on this one, like I said. Went back, watched a bunch of highlights of a bunch of different races. And in Crash, you're going to be a little bit surprised, I think, by my pick. I'm going to IndyCar. Going to IndyCar. And the reason why, and I've said this before on the show, I think IndyCar puts on the best racing product among the major motorsports here in the United States. And unfortunately, the problem with that goes way beyond racing and goes off the track into marketing, which is going to be one of the big storylines of 2023, obviously. So my pick is going to be the big machine Jeep Music City GP from Nashville earlier this year, won by Scott Dixon. I know we talked about it on the show when, Kenny, you were there in Nashville, and me and Statman disagreed on that race. I loved it. It was exciting. It was mad. It was madness watching those drivers trying to deal with that track. Even though there was a lot of cautions, I enjoyed the loving crap out of that race. Scott Dixon didn't even make round two of qualifying. He started 14th in that race, came back and won the race. He's one of the greatest of all time for a reason. So my race of the year is the 2022 Big Machine Music City Grand Prix in IndyCar. Nice I do job. remember that text thread and actually during the show where you and Statman were going at it, where Statman, you, you, you're you using expletives that we cannot repeat on a Sunday night. And then Richie was embracing like a big old bear hug. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't understand. I, there's no way that that could be the best. That was a mistake. I mean, even IndyCar says we got to do better. <laughs> I feel like this is, you remember when um, Kanye West went on stage at the uh, uh, Music Video Awards when Taylor yeah. Swift won? I was Wait. like, hang on, hang on. Beyonce should have won. That's what Statman's doing right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Statman, who's your Beyonce? <laughs> Go. What's your race of the year, Statman? Well, there's only one race of the year because it changed the paradigm for racing. 
that's NASCAR's uh, Bush Light Clash at the Los Angeles Coliseum. Wow. Ice Cube, Pit Bull as entertainment. I mean, who would have thought a year ago that you'd have Pit Bull and Ice Cube entertaining, singing, vibing, and dancing, which might have been the line <laughs> of the year, uh, vibing and dancing at a NASCAR race, crying out loud, at a temporary track. They made all their TV uh, deadlines. There's no other race. That's, that is the race of the year, the NASCAR Bush-like clash at the L.A. Coliseum. Now you've been vibing all year off of that moment. Yeah. No, that, that's, that changed the paradigm in racing. What NASCAR could do, what anybody could do, the rest mm -hmm. of motor racing in the United For crying out loud, Formula One is going to come up with a 10-hour concert in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, I doubt if Pitbull or Ice Cube will be there, but, you know, be a bunch of euros that nobody's heard of. <laughs> Let me put it, uh, an exclamation on what Statman's race of the year was, the Bushlight Clash at the L.A. Coliseum. It wasn't at the Rose Bowl. It was at the Coliseum in the heart, in the heart, not of USC, but the heart of if if you've ever been to that area, Statman, the the African American uh, ratio in that area is overwhelming, and here comes this overly white perceived sport and planting their ass right there in the Coliseum. Um, it's like what just happened? Yeah, well, it's a, mo a lot of uh, probably more uh, Latino now, but yes, you're right. When you think of South central Los Angeles, you don't think of a NASCAR race. And <laughs> that's what happened, uh, in South central Los Angeles last, uh, February, January, Jan February, February, February. And, uh, yeah, no, that, that's changed the paradigm of motor racing in America. Crasher race of the year. I thought I was going to go far back in the year, but as it turns out, Statman certainly beat me to it going back to February. I'm going back to May and the Supercross finale in Utah, Rice Eccles Stadium. What are you? Yes, you were going to say that? You yes. were going to say that too? Yes. yes. I mean, okay, well, quickly think of something else because Great how can you both the 250 well, we were and the there. 450s? We saw it. We were happen. there. Right, right, right. Both 250s and 450s had ultimately been decided. However, second place, third place, fourth place in, in either class had not been. So, yeah, you've got basically Jason Anderson and Christian Craig, or excuse me, Hunter Lawrence and Christian Craig going at it for the title in 250s. But nope, who wins the race? Kenny's favorite, Nate Thrasher. Place goes nuts. Then 450s come up, and it's like, okay, Eli Tomac is sitting out. But then it's Jason Anderson and Chase Sexton mm -hmm. and Justin Barsha. But then Justin Barsha basically offs Malcolm Stewart. The whole place erupts. People are pissed off because this is Malcolm's kingdom. How dare you do anything to him? Fortunately, Malcolm gets back on the bike and salvages third place in the championship, even though Barsha got third place on the podium that night. But the entire place was booing Barsha. It was just it was a complete uproar with fireworks all over the place. I was in heaven. My mouth was to the floor the mm -hmm. entire night. And I'm like, that is an amazing race. I can't wait to come back for this race again next year. How do I top that? You don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. That's what that was my race of the year too. Wow! I can't believe what. Yeah, what? Are we, we married no, or no, something? No, because we were there. Yeah, we saw it live. And Statman, it blew me away. We're in Utah, Rice Eccles Stadium, Mormon country, and the crowd went crazy for a black rider. It was cool. It just 
You know, I mean, it's you go to South Central, you don't expect everybody to cheer for Joey Logano either. Right. <laughs> it was it was fun to watch and Crasher. I, I nice job. Nice job. You said everything. Well, probably a hell of a lot better than I would have. I've been stumbled over myself. Well, what's to... another? We need a fourth one for a poll. No, we don't. No, it's just we we could listen. We go with that. We'll go with that one because I I can't pull it out of my butt that quick and get my research going on. Holy smokes! Yeah, but come on, you got to admit there's. I mean, the Brickyard Weekend at Indianapolis was pretty gnarly too, and that was entertaining. Again, that would be the same argument of Richie and Statman together. Was it entertainment or was it a debacle? And but if, if it's entertaining to some, then it hey, it's good. It, it punches tickets. Okay, I see where this is going. And damn it, we've tried this. I think every year to cram in. <laughs> 60 minutes worth of commentary inside of 25 minutes. Can't do it. We're going to move Matt Field, uh, two-time Formula D runner-up, to next hour. Uh, again, joining Jimmy Creighton and Don Creighton, uh, Monster Truck Superstars, next hour. We'll just – because that was nine minutes for our first one. That was it. Okay. <laughs> So clearly, freakies are taking over. I mean, it is the end of the year. This is the yeah. end of 2022. Freakies should reign supreme. Because, again, everybody listening, everybody watching this thing, it's like, whoa, what? yeah, there was that, and then there was that. So, yeah, it's like, my goodness. Program directors, I don't know what's going You're on. You're over your time limit. Yeah, no, it's all right. All right, so this is what we're going to do. There's one. There's one out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So we will we will do our best to get to story of the year and driver of the year and freak of the year before we get the hell out of here. Oh my gosh! Of the year, right? <laughs> yeah, before we get out of here on the year. Uh, when we continue, it's story of the year in motorsports. But first, your stat man scat. <laughs> Been asking a lot of questions about the Extreme E series of late. Next year's schedule features a race in the Middle East, two in Europe, and two in the Americas. All point out climate change and its effect on the places where the series races. First, there's only five races, and uh, that, that keeps the cost down. All the races are streamed live. Sponsors like that. You can imagine why. Technology is advancing. Formula One team is working on the batteries for the electric cars. A Texas company is developing hydrogen fuel cells to power the grid and paddock. An American shock company is bringing off-road technology to the active suspensions used on the spec cars. Total lot of this technology could wind up in our driveways. And the crews are few. Teams like that, making the series a place to research and develop electrification technology for showrooms globally. Pull the curtain back. Americans are getting involved in Extreme E. It's never going to be as big as NASCAR, but don't be surprised if NASCAR doesn't dip into the technology pool of Extreme E as it grows in the 21st century. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. 22 years of Speed Freaks, Freak Nation, coming up on 23 in June of 2023. Happy early New Year to you. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.tv. 
Some general tires underneath the tree would be absolutely freaking fantastic for friends, family. Could you imagine sending four tires to your friend down the street? Well, you, there, there's some people out there that might appreciate that. Go to I'd general, like a friend to do that. Yeah, go to GeneralTire.com. It's GeneralTire.com to find the tire for your ride or go to our website, SpeedFreaks.tv. Hit the General Tire logo and link and bam, it'll take you right to either a dealer locator or the tires that fit your ride. We continue on with our 2022 Freakies, where last segment we had Race of the Year. This segment we hope to get to Story of the Year and Driver of the Year in motorsports. Richie kicked it off last segment. Crasher, why don't you kick it off with Story of the Year for you in 2022 in motorsports. And when we say motorsports, it doesn't have to be specific. It just has to be connected to motorsports in some form or fashion. Well, this is definitely absolutely for sure. Motorsports. If we're talking story of the year, right. I feel like we were constantly straddling the story of where the heck Kyle Bush was going to land for 2023. So I'm calling the, the lack of a seat for Kyle Bush as the story of the year for 2022, because it eventually included the Tyler Reddick transfer from mm -hmm. RCR to 2311. And then all of a sudden Kyle's brother, Kurt out with a concussion vacates that seat early for 2311. Things just were sliding all around in order to make Kyle's eventual seat at RCR known, but it took months for that to happen. So yeah, the unknown for Kyle Bush and him basically eating a whole lot of humble pie and needing to, basically fess up and only sign a million dollar contract when he's so used to so much more. That was the story of 2022. So I'm saying Kyle Bush story of the year, where would he land for 2023? Step man, I'll ask you this about Kyle Bush. And again, if you can kind of uh, pump the brakes on your love for Kyle Bush, but wasn't there a noticeable change in his personality somewhere maybe early in maybe mid season where he realized He's not going to get the cake that he uh, thought he was. I think without question there was, and he started to humble himself a little bit because he felt he realized that people weren't standing in line to throw money at him. And uh, a lot of that was because he played that villain role a little too tight. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be a villain. It's okay mm -hmm. to be a villain, but not a jerk, jerk, jerk villain. Jerk, 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 yeah. villain. You got to have a little soft side to your villainism. Exactly. <laughs> crispy on that villain side. Stat man, your story of the year. I don't. I I couldn't dial it back any, but I'm going with new drivers. That hmm. uh, all the new drivers. There was 19 winners in the NASCAR side. There of the three of the four fin final four were uh, guys under 30. Uh, there were Austin Sindrick, Tyler Reddick, Ross Chastain. All of these names were new. And, and, and in fact, in, in drag racing, there were new names. In Formula One, new guys were stepping up. I mean, Kevin Magnuson, for crying out loud, won a pole at a race this year. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, the new drivers that are stepping up in all forms of motorsport and the old clowns are uh, falling by the wayside. The old clowns. Yeah, there was there were times where your scats would focus on uh, the new drivers, the new winners in all the motorsports, and a, a number of times when you would talk to or you'd ask that question of drivers on the show about, listen, all this new blood coming in here, not just new blood, this new blood is winning. So it's not a surprise to see you go with uh, your 
story of the year with the new blood and new race winners. Yeah, and I think they were more important than the uh, new car. That was uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, I, you know, I, I think they were more important than the new car. Richie, your story of the year, bud. I'm sick of NASCAR. It's the biggest motorsport in the United States. I was talking to someone earlier this week, and who who knows, I I, I work in in motorsports, and and they were asking me, is they were like, hey, is IndyCar still a thing? Mm. Kid you not, that was a real thing that somebody said to me this week. And I said, yes, it's it's still a thing. And I'm glad you mentioned that because that was one of the something that we talk a lot about off air is is the future of IndyCar and and why isn't as popular as it is. But my story of the year is in NASCAR, and it's the thing that we talked about, I believe, the most often on the show this year on a weekly basis, and that is the safety issues with this new next gen Cup Series race car. I feel like we talked about it every week on the show, if not every week. Every other week, um, multiple drivers missing races, right? Kurt Busch missing races. Tyler Reddick had an issue later on in the season. He did not miss a race, but he had some issues. And then, of course, Alex Bowman missing multiple races with concussion issues. And NASCAR has admitted that they need to make some changes. They need to be have more discussions with the drivers. And they, need to, and they admitted that they were going to go in the offseason and really start to work on the rear of the car, which was seemingly what they say was causing most of the issues this season. Oh, and there were plenty of issues with fires popping up out of nowhere. Kevin Harvick, very outspoken about it. Multiple other drivers, very outspoken about it. So it's the safety issues with the next-gen car for me. Yeah, that you and Crash, you you guys were on the, the that, that bandwagon early on in regards to the drivers and the injuries. With the car, Statman. Well, Kurt's was, hit was yeah. Kurt Busch's hit was not big, and all of a sudden he just kept sitting out, and he wasn't cleared, and he wasn't cleared. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so what's going on? And then you started to hear rumblings in the media centers, and yeah, it's just it escalated very quickly. My story of the year came to fruition, unfortunately, at, at the end of the NASCAR season. That's Ty Gibbs, where we came into the last race weekend of the season with Phoenix. The hate for Ty Gibbs going into that last Xfinity Series race and how he got there was palpable. He goes out, wins the championship, was humbled, yet finds out either that that night or the early the next morning that his dad, Coy Gibbs, that was omnipresent uh, within the garages of NASCAR, had passed away. The dynamics of going from despise to maybe the kids figured it out to the death of his father. You can't write that stuff. So Ty Gibbs is the story for me. And it didn't, and frankly, it, it started to, to develop early on with Ty Gibbs and uh, the outpouring of love for his dad and friendship. I didn't realize Crasher was so, uh, so thick. Well, because he, Coy Gibbs was a man who let his work do the speaking for him. He he was not an outspoken person himself. Mm-hmm. He was just a very talented person who just let the work go on and and be his be his resume. And people respected him for that. And it crossed lines of supercross, uh, sometimes off road, obviously stock cars. He was just well respected throughout many facets of the industry. What do you guys think? That, there's so many stories that are to come 
come to the surface for 2023. But that whole Ty Gibbs, Joe Gibbs story, that's just going to be right there front and center day one, right? It's still raw. It's still fresh. Yep. Man, you just think, uh, again, what Joe Gibbs means to the series and then mm, losing both of your sons. God, we've we uh, stat you and I talked about that at the after that Phoenix race. It just you just it's unfathomable that something like this could happen or would happen right in front of us. Yeah, it is strange, uh, but I think Ty Gibbs has a little to learn. He's talking about new names that are coming up. He's mm-hmm. very young, and I think he learned a lot of that and some of the humility that's required to be a champion. Um, I think maybe he got a dose of that this year. All right, Freak Nation. Uh, like I said, I wanted to imagine us trying to get all four of these things in within the 21 minutes that I had hoped to go. <laughs> 22 complete years. We've never done that. No, we never have. We've tried. Have we? Never. So done we're going to take a break. Are we going to try and get in driver and freak of the year? Can we do it, guys? Can we do it? If you cut us off, make us do driver real quick so we can get the freak. All right, Freak Nation, coming up next, it is Driver of the Year and Freak of the Year. Freak can be, like I said, going into this thing, uh, anything associated in some form or fashion with motorsports. You got me? Driver of the Year and Freak of the Year. Next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Kenny Sargent, a loyal Omaha Steaks dude for years. And during the holidays for my family, I'm ordering juicy burgers, tender filet mignon, air-chilled, naturally lean chicken, and a side of stuffed baked potatoes from omahasteaks.com. And the great news? I get to taste all of it when I go home for the holidays. It's pretty wise, huh? Well, when you use the code FREAKS right now with your order at omahasteaks.com, you're going to grab an additional 40 bucks off your order. And that's on top of an already 50% off site-wide at omahasteaks.com. Code FREAKS, and you'll get 40 bucks off. The tastiest steaks, pork, chicken, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals, they're waiting for you at omahasteaks.com. Take the guesswork out of gifting. Order now with code FREAKS for 40 bucks off. And beat the rush because some things never change, right? Omaha Steaks, the world's best beef. Every steak and every entree comes with 100% money-back guarantee. Order today, beat the shipping rush, and use promo code Freaks at checkout for 40 bucks off at omahasteaks.com. Minimum order may be required. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works! It's edgy and downright offensive at times. So he wins my What an Idiot for the month of July. 
see the world of NASCAR through their eyes. Hey, it's TJ, Brett, and Freddie. Superstar guests and plenty of hot takes. And we are Door Bumper Clear. NASCAR hits Mad TV with Door Bumper Clear. Only on Mad TV, Motorsports Network. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All American Dish, your Dish authorized retailer now. 800 296 1251. 800 296 1251. That's 800 296 1251. Offers require credit qualification, 24 month commitment, early termination fee, and e auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. From the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, we continue on with our Freakies for 2022. We've already discussed our race of the year, our story of the year coming up. Driver of the year and freak of the year. Who's your freak of the year in motorsports? What about your driver of the year? It can it's, it can go from rally to supercross to monster trucks to IndyCar. It driver of the year, freak of the year, anything that has to do with motorsports. It doesn't necessarily have to be inside the sport, but just if it has an association of motorsports, freak nation. So now we're going to go to driver. Of the year. Statman for 2022, your driver of the year is who or what? Faust. I always take the the road less traveled in the Freak Nation, but Tanner Faust went into the Extreme E series, finished fifth, right next to uh, Sebastian Loeb, nine time world rally champion, and uh, ended up the last event on the podium, even though he started the event on his roof. <laughs> what? Okay, then. Now, hold on a second. Say that. What happened with him landing on his roof? The, the, the car rolled and he was on his roof at the beginning of the event, the Extreme E event in right. Uruguay, and uh, they rided the car and he ended up on the podium. How about that? And, and for the bottom line of the whole thing, He's become a pilot, and now he's using his uh, airplane skills to. He rescued somebody last week from this big storm in Big Bear. Okay, then. Jeez, Tanner Faust going all Jack Roush's. I get Okay, there it is. Tanner Faust can do anything. That's just the bottom line. Tanner Faust for Driver of the Year for Stat Man. I'm going to go Driver of the Year given uh, given the story that Ron Caps told us. I'm going to go Ron Caps at the end of the NHRA season where all that dude needed to do was just light up that engine, give the throttle a quick hit, and then he would be the 2022 NHRA Funny Car Champion. But nope, what did he decide to do? He wanted to run the full 1,000 feet and, <laughs> and almost threw it away by climbing the wall. But Ron Caps gave the crowd a show and said, F this, I'm going to – I'm gonna. this is what the people paid their hard-earned money to see is two funny cars light up and go 22,000 horsepower down uh, the Pomona drag strip and give them a freaking show. And Ron Caps having, having to uh, think of the run, not just as a 
driver, but as a team owner mm-hmm. and what it would mean to possible sponsorship if he walled that thing away and didn't claim the 2022 NHRA Funny Car Championship. And, and, and again, we just we can't understand what it's like to drive a funny car, top fuel car. And he's having to process all of this with his runs. So my driver of the year goes to now two-time NHRA Funny Car Champion and first-time NHRA Funny Car Champion as a team owner, Ron Caps. And again, that story he told, guys, remember that? That whole story he told about in five minutes where it took him under four seconds to run. Yeah. As a team owner, yep. as a driver, and now they might make an NHRA rule change because of him in that moment moving forward. Yep. That deserves it. Yep. So Ron Caps for me. Uh, who do we go to next? Suave? How about <laughs> you there, bro? My driver of the year set records galore this year. He is Hold not on. my let's, let's guess it. Let's guess it. No, no, no. Let him go. Oh, darn it. Okay. He is not my favorite driver by any stretch of the imagination, nor a lot of people's favorite driver by any stretch of the imagination, but he did set records. This driver won 68% of his races this year, which is fifth all time in this particular series. No. He won 15 races this year. We're all he won his second consecutive Formula One World Championship. <laughs> My driver of the year, and I hate to say this, is Max Verstappen, and it's not even close for me. <laughs> yeah, that was hard for Richie to say because you're not a Max fan, but you're doing it based purely on stats mm-hmm. and domination. Well, All right, I got you. He's 2,000 miles away, so that's <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to stay in the same genre. I was going to go Ross Chastain, but I have a feeling the Freak Nation is going to go all Ross Chastain on us because how can you not with one of the most incredible finishing laps in the history of all of motorsports over 100 plus years? But let's let the Freak Nation have their Ross Chastain moment. I'm going to go with open wheel as well and a man setting records, tying Mario Andretti for the amount of poles mm. and just pulling out a championship in a very competitive market. Will freaking power and then coming on the freak nation and basically sitting in his hotel room with a bear rug and talking to us about how difficult the championship was arguably his most difficult season yet, yet he's a champion. So yes, willpower, one of my all time favorite personalities driver of the year. No, there's a lot there that I agree with and which I didn't even consider because what he has to face as a driver with Team Penske and then the pressure of Mario this, Mario that. And then he's got to come in the Freak Nation with a bear rug crasher. Mm, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Put an image up of him in that mm, bear rug. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely a freak fave. And again, to handle a freaking open wheel car like he can. And uh, it's just. It, he makes it, it look easy. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I. Has has anyone ever monitored him, or have you heard of anybody that's ever monitored him throughout the race crasher to just to if he is a high strung dude in the Do car? Do you remember the double birds? Yeah, but I Do mean, you it, remember the- <laughs> no inside the car if he's mfing. He has a mouth. Yeah. He has a mouth. Let's put it that way. 
All right, so Will Power for Crashers Driver of the Year. Oh, my goodness, Freak Nation. We actually have time, not a whole lot of time. We've okay. got some time to spend on Freak of the Year. Let's do it. All right. I- I'll kick it off. And Crasher nailed it. Martinsville, one of the most boring races <laughs> in the history of mankind. And it's a do-or-die race for a number of drivers. And this little engine that could, who wasn't expected to be in the in the chase to begin with, the playoffs to begin with, uh, Ross Chastain, he's in it. And the tweets, the social media, the texts from Richie. The 10 million plus YouTube hits that NASCAR got organically because of the move that he pulled. Yeah. The... Mother effer, did you just see that text? Uh, for me, it's Ross Chastain as your freak of the year. I, I'm sorry, uh, it, that's the that's the low hanging fruit, but that's a big piece of fruit. That is a freaking watermelon. Uh, oh, no, hey! Pun hey! Yeah, <laughs> for me to pick, babe, it is uh, Ross Chastain. Absolutely. For my freak of the year. He had freak moments throughout the year, though, too. Yeah, he did. But that's where he really capitalized on his freakdom. Yeah. So there's my freak of the year. Statman, your freak of the year would be who or what? Travis Pastrana. He what? got into the Jim Connor video business with Ken Block. Yeah. Did a video just released, I think it was last week, had six million views in the first two days, almost outpolled uh, Ken Block's latest Audi. Electricana, whatever they called it, uh, <laughs> video. Uh, yeah, Travis Pastrana, pure, unadulterated. The more people I talk to mm-hmm. about him, they say he is freak. <clears throat> nope, that's a very good point. He lost Red Bull, didn't he, at the beginning of this season, or am I already two years into that? No, so, yeah. Black, yeah, he lost Red Bull. Now it's Black Rifle Coffee. Company. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, basically being able to pick up where things left off from Red Bull and, and turn it into something new and arguably better. Good for it. Yeah, he is a freak. Yeah, leap over the video as a scene where he leaps over a helicopter. Yeah. No problem. You know, Travis Pastrana is one of those guys, not just a motorsports guy, but one of those guys where you could say, uh, let me see, jumped out. Have you jumped out of an airplane without a parachute? Check. Uh, jumped a motorcycle over a helicopter up. Check. You could go on, jumped the ocean in a Subaru, check. <laughs> just Double backflip, first time ever at the X Games, check. You could just yes. go on and on. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Travis Pastrana, maybe he's the, the freak of the decades, right? With freak of the century. Let's just put it right there. Bang, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Suave, your freak of the year? I am going to go with one of my favorite interviews on this show. We've done all year long. Go check it out on YouTube. One of the best stories of the year as well. And that's Jordan Anderson, the owner slash driver of Jordan Anderson Racing, Lucas Oil sponsored driver. He was involved in one of the scariest crashes I've ever seen at Talladega back in October. There was a mechanical issue with the race car and it burst into flames and it was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. The race car comes down the track at Talladega. It's headed towards the infield wall, and Jordan has a presence of mind while he's 
It's so hot in the race car that it is burning him. Okay. He jumps out of the race car while it's still moving, while it's still moving and survives that crash. And less than a month later, he's talking to Kenny and crash at Phoenix raceway and looking perfectly healthy. Like nothing had happened to him. Incredible. The safety of those cars that he was able to survive that the safety in terms of what he was wearing to to keep him from getting any worse injuries. Incredible. Jordan Anderson, my freak of the year. Very good. Yep. Those burns were gnarly and I don't know what the doctors did or what ointments they gave him, but whatever they did, it worked and he didn't look like he was burned one month later. That was miraculous. And you hear it from the Bomberito family, uh, Worldwide Technology, Raceway, Lucas Oil, anybody that works with this guy, his spirit is contagious, such a friendly, outgoing cat that you damn near lost your life. It's like, I got this. Look at this. See this scar up here? Couldn't touch it two weeks ago. Now look at it. It looks like a little sunburn. Jordan Anderson. Certainly a freak of the year. That's true, Richie. And we talked to him about that, where he is hopping out of hopping, trying to get out of the car, out of the truck as it's still moving, headed towards a wall that he couldn't see. Jordan Anderson, freak of the year. Crasher, your freak of the year would be who or what? Mm. Yep. I'm gonna go with recency bias. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to need some help. No one had a better spirit than Greg Cazzo. He worked with Lucas Oil for 15 plus years. And his 50th birthday was Saturday. And what was he doing on his 50th birthday? He was wearing a Santa hat like I have on right now and passing out Christmas gifts to kids in hospitals. And we had just been with him at PRI all weekend. And all he was doing was making people laugh and posing Axel the Elf everywhere. And that was him. You've seen him do driver intros. You've seen him with so much spirit and so much enthusiasm and so much compassion and energy for people and people's happiness, especially children in need. And he was just one of the most lovable people that we ever knew. Like I said, celebrated his 50th birthday this past Saturday and died on Monday suddenly and really took the spirit out of all of us in motorsports. Anybody that met him at the racetrack knew how much he meant and his passion for the sport and his love for everybody involved in it. And so Greg Cazzo, you know that this is a term of endearment, babe. You are the biggest freak I've ever met. And I love you for that. Your freakdom, your smiles that you say you wanted to pass along smiles like raindrops. It's now our duty to do that. We will pass along smiles like raindrops at every racetrack from now on in your honor because you are the king of freak. And I'm so glad that I got to know you. We will always love you. Greg Cazzo, Freak of the Year. More freaks next. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. You follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, bam, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Wrapping up our Freakies of the Year, Race of the Year, Story of the Year, Driver of the Year, Freak of the Year. Did you miss any of that? Go to the website. We'll have it up there for you Monday morning, speedfreaks.tv. 
race of the year, story of the year, driver of the year, and freak of the year. I think Crasher uh, said it all with uh, her freak of the year. Who was it? Well, just either go back and listen to the show or go back and watch this video once it fully posts on YouTube or Facebook Live. Coming up next hour, Matt Field, two-time runner-up, Formula D Championship. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. And Jimmy and Don Creighton. Jimmy Creighton, driver of the Bounty Hunter Monster Truck, and his wife, Dawn Creighton Crasher, driver of the Scarlet Bandit. Scarlet Bandit. Uh, looking forward to this interview. Maybe you and uh, Don can go back and forth with uh, a little bit of story to tell him. Huh? Working with your spouse. What the hell I'm oh, talking Hello. Okay. Yeah. Knock on the door there. Hey, sorry. It's teed it up. It's teed it up. All right, Freak Nation, be sure you stick around for a big second hour here with the Freaks. And again, follow us on Twitter, Speed Freaks, Facebook, Instagram, and again, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Matt Field, Jimmy Creighton, Don Creighton, Bounty Hunter, Scarlet Bandit. It's all coming up next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. How you doing, man? Kenny Sargent, Statman, Crash Gladys, Richard C. Suave. We're all here for the second hour of Speed Freaks. Last hour, we had our annual Freakies that we gave away. If you missed any of that, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll have it up there for you. Or go back and watch this video once it posts on YouTube and Facebook, right? Coming up this hour, Matt Field, two-time runner-up in your Formula D Championship. He'll be here at the Freak Nation. Also, Jimmy Creighton and Don Creighton, drivers of Monster Trucks, Bounty Hunter, and Scarlet Bandit. Bandit will be here in the Freak Nation. Their two extreme series, Monster Trucks, will be starting their tour off in Phoenix. We'll be talking to them about that and much, much more. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course on YouTube, which you just might be watching right now. We have a, a great relationship with Mav TV, and we've been a part of the top holiday movies of all time. The bracket. And we actually put together a bracket. And it's been interesting to watch the the back and forth in the voting on Mav TV. And Richie, you're doing your best to make sure that Die Hard <laughs> makes it to the finals. In Mav TV's bracket for holiday movie of all time, it's a one seed for a reason. 
And you can go vote at MavTV on Twitter. Round number three, which is the Elite Eight, begins on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. You can go vote for Die Hard because it is it is moving on. I can that much I can confirm, and it will win everything. It is going to win. I'm calling my shot right now. It has absolutely sped through the first two rounds of the tournament with well over sixty percent of the vote in both of its matchups so far, including the most recent round, round two. Absolutely smoked Love Actually, which is a favorite of a lot of people. So Die Hard is going to take this bad boy home. Only Richie, a millennial, who believes Max Verstappen was the freak of the year. Only Richie could think that Die Hard is the best holiday movie ever. I, yeah, it's hard for me too, but I think Alexander Rossi told us at PRI that he was, his ship was righted by a friend of his who said, Hey, because Alex didn't want to believe that Die Hard was a Christmas movie either. And he said, Hey, Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. If Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, because basically they're both about families getting disbanded at Christmas time. Christmas is just the backdrop of both of those movies. So if you consider Home Alone a Christmas movie, you have to consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. And Alex vibing and dancing in that, Richie. (laughs) Hey, did uh, did Miracle on 34th Street got booted, right? Round one, I think it got booted. No, was it round one? In the classics division? Whoa. I need to check that. The movie and... and (laughs) (laughs) Miracle on 34th Street lost to the Santa Claus. That'd be right. Oh, yeah. It went down in round one. Round one or round two, Richie? Round one. Oh, my gosh. And these millennials are just... Yeah, get that black and white crap out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's happening? It's a wonderful life. It's up against a fellow black and whiter in Christmas Carol. But I think Christmas Carol is going to take it. Or are are you not allowed to tell because votes are being finalized as we speak? You can't sway them, Crash. Can't sway them. Yeah, we got to wait for all the precincts to come in. You know, can't (laughs) can't spoil the spoil the chickens before they hatch. You know, maybe we can get Carrie Lake in on that vote. (laughs) (laughs) We we go all year, and Statman's got to drop that name here in the Freak Nation. Damn it. So you can go vote, follow Mav TV on Twitter, and you can vote uh, coming up Monday morning. Uh, this is the Elite Eight, or is this the Final Four, Richie? Going to the Elite Eight. Okay. All right. Kenny, will you be – How? no, the question should be, how upset will you be if Elf takes down a Christmas story? At least Elf is a top fiver for me. Okay. All right? Okay. At least a top fiver is, is going to take down my – favorite Christmas movie of all time. A Christmas story. Christmas story. Yes, it is. Okay. But you're hoping that it goes into the grade eight, the elite eight. Yes. All right, man, we're going to resume with some affiliates and get right back at it. We think. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in our friends at 
Sports Map Radio Network. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on a Sunday night. Last hour, we had the Freakies where Freak of the Year, Driver of the Year, Story of the Year, Race of the Year, we all chimed in. And a lot of you did on Twitter. And of course, uh, when you're watching us on YouTube and Facebook, you started to hint at a few of your favorites. We're still taking your request, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, right? DJ hour. Yeah. The website, speedfreaks.tv. And of course, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Man, still tough for me to get used to, used to the fact that we're on TikTok and making a whole lot of damn noise. Yeah. Right, yeah. I see the Statman scout on TikTok, and I'm like, wow. Yep. We've come a long way yes, in 22 years. Have we, man? I think I saw a stat where 70%, I'm just going to use this, and they may have used something like it, 70% of younger people are on TikTok. And I'm saying 21 and under. Oh, that's considered younger people? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming up this hour, man, Matt Field, two-time runner-up in the Formula D Championship, drifting championship, Formula D. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. He's got some badass videos on social media, speaking yes. of. Uh, but coming up in about seven or eight minutes, one of the biggest names in all of Monster Trucks, the Bounty Hunter and Scarlet Bandit, Jimmy Creighton, Don Creighton, they'll be here in the Freak Nation. And... Again, a reminder, if you missed the first six minutes of the show, go to Mav TV on, on their Twitter on their Twitter page. Sound like a freaking vote. And vote. Uh, can they still vote tonight, Richie? I believe the last round ends at the top of the hour. I oh. believe is what I said it to. So it should end by the end of our show. Oh wow. Okay. Get to it. Midnight Easter, I think. Yeah. Well, just follow Mav TV. You can vote on the Elite Eight, the greatest holiday movies of all times. And what are our four divisions? Animation, classics, comedy, and modern. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Kenny Sargent will forever disown you if you do not vote for A Christmas Story in the comedy division. I'm down with that. All right. Uh, Jimmy Creighton, Don Creighton, Bounty Hunter next. Redefined. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Hey, it's Kenny Sargent, a loyal Omaha Steaks dude for years. And during the holidays for my family, I'm ordering juicy burgers, tender filet mignon, air-chilled, naturally lean chicken, and a side of stuffed baked potatoes from omahasteaks.com. And the great news? I get to taste all of it when I go home for the holidays. It's pretty wise, huh? Well, when you use the code FREAKS right now with your order at omahasteaks.com, you're going to grab an additional 40 bucks off your order. And that's on top of an already 50% off site-wide at omahasteaks.com. 
Code FREAKS and you'll get 40 bucks off. The tastiest steaks, pork, chicken, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals, they're waiting for you at omahasteaks.com. Take the guesswork out of gifting. Order now with code FREAKS for 40 bucks off and beat the rush because some things never change, right? Omaha Steaks, the world's best beef. Every steak and every entree comes with 100% money-back guarantee. Order today, beat the shipping rush, and use promo code FREAKS at checkout for 40 bucks off at omahasteaks.com. Minimum order may be required. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. 800-215-6818. 800-215-6818. That's 800-215-6818. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, coming on 23 years of doing this. 23 years of doing Speed Freaks. Great website to check out, lucasoil.com, to find the right products to keep your rides on the road, your motorcycle, your speedboat, that Mustang, that 2023 Jaguar. Uh, Lucas Oil has the product for your ride. Now joining us in the Freak Nation, good to get him in here. We've been chasing him for, okay, at least the last couple of weeks. Uh, you may know them as big-time monster truck pilots. We know them as Jimmy and Don Creighton. And Jimmy Creighton, uh, real quick, man, the, the bounty hunter, it, you, take a, you take a poll of big-time names of monster trucks out there, and bounty hunter, your truck, is, it seems to always be a top five. What the hell is it, man? Is it your driving ability? Is it your marketing? Is it that you're a badass? Is it the fact that you have a wonderful wife and family? What is it? Probably. Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm let's go with the latter. You know, <laughs> I. I. Being that she's sitting right here, but uh, be honest with you, sir. Um, I think it's because we built our business from coast to coast, and we've been doing about fifty shows a year since uh, I started back in 1995. And, um, so 
our trucks normally do not sit in the garage. They're out performing somewhere, um, mostly in the United States, sometimes out of the United States. And uh, we had a lot of success uh, early in our career by landing truck, checker shucks and Craig and auto parts. And they were, the, they financed us for many, many years. And we were able to put a lot of good parts on our trucks and we were able to win early. We did a lot of uh, uh, TV for monster jam and we won a lot of stadium shows and we just been building our business uh, weekend to weekend, year to year. It's bonkers. Again, Jimmy and Don Creighton joining us here in the Freak Nation. It's bonkers when you mention a monster truck show to a eight-year-old, a 15-year-old, even to a 50-year-old, an 80-year-old, because it's the lineage <laughs> people have been following you guys for so long. And it's it's two or three hours of just, just taking us away from the madness watching Jurassic-style trucks do Jurassic-style things, right? That is true. That is true. Um, you know, the uh, monster trucks have evolved, you know, since uh, since the 80s. And uh, we we're, we're keep coming up with new things to do. Um, even if you've seen them back in the 80s or the 90s uh, or the 2000s, uh, we're always doing new tricks and, uh, and uh, you know, trying to go bigger and better. I mean, the trucks are getting better. The technology is getting better and we can do more things with them. Um, Don and I are back to our grassroots where we started. Um, we, we no longer run for Monster Jam and doing the big, the big stadium stuff. We're doing a few of the big stadium stuff, but we're out uh, promoting our own shows now. And um, we believe in a little different style of entertainment than Monster Jam. We, we have, uh, it's, uh, I don't think it's all about the monster trucks. We try to bring out all kinds of emotions uh, from our, from our fans. And sometimes that's, uh, can range from the thrill of crashing to the thrill of of not of putting on its edge and putting the truck on its edge and not crashing to maybe even laughter, you know. And uh, and uh, so we we have a lot of different elements and different uh, side acts that uh, we try to bring in a lot of again a lot of different uh, um, things to make people happy and sad and excited and and concerned and and uh, that's what we're doing now we're back to our grassroots so you're basically saying that the two extreme monster truck series is a rorschach test and you're, you're basically giving <laughs> what you want and all the emotions all the feels out on the dirt don i want you to expand on what he was saying with these emotions what are you doing as an intentional crash to make us laugh or cry or <laughs> what are you doing in, in the cockpit because an intentional crash to elicit an emotion that's a very calculated move, even though it doesn't look like it is from us in the grandstands. Well, I don't think we ever intentionally crash, um, but it all obviously always happens. Um, our biggest thing is bringing all of our fans back to us. Um, we have a lot, a big following, and we're just really happy that they all come back time after time after time. And we have actually relationships with everyone. We hang out with people at the end of the show. We hang out with people during the show. Um, I'm messaging people during the show that are in the stands. I tell you, she brings all those emotions out in me, especially Damn. when she does crash. I laugh. I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm her <laughs> biggest fan when she pulls a big trick off 
and I'm the saddest when that truck crashes because I know I've got to fix it. So <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually known not to ever crash because ah. these guys always crash. No, so I've always been more the money maker. Minute, they say. Wait a minute. Well, she had a string going this summer. No, I did that on purpose. Every I did that on purpose. Don't let her kid you. <laughs> no. So I think a lot of people like watching not me crashing, but his expression when I crash because they always know how mad Jimmy's going to be at me and how much I don't care. So it kind of plays a little role in it for me. People's are people's. Um, I feel like people are watching him put it that way. I don't even think mm -hmm. that anyone's eyes are on me the whole time. They're all looking for his face. But I've got to admit, Jimmy, I've heard you in interviews say that Dawn is faster and Dawn does better tricks. Period. Dawn, is he just saying it for the cameras or is that true? Dawn's consistent and I don't have a big ego. Hey. I'm not fighting against myself. <laughs> I, I tell you, it doesn't really matter what Don does. She's the fan favorite. I mean, no matter. I mean, I can. Okay, you'll admit that. I can. I can go. I can go pull off the biggest trick or whatever. And, and people might come up to say, "Hey, you know, hi, Jimmy. Where's Don? You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it's all about you know. But you know, it's it's it is. You know, it's like the, I, I've always just person. told her. I said, Don, when you get rich and famous, just don't forget about me, please. <laughs> <laughs> wow. right. Don Creighton and Jimmy Creighton Two Extreme Racing I go back with the monster trucks All of us do Go all the way back to uh, Bigfoot And when it would show up at one show And crush cars and so forth But now that the wheel-to-wheel -wheel competition Has uh, kind of taken over uh, everything, right? That The two extreme shows have become more than one truck appearing at one venue and competing against each other. Yeah, the the, the you there's still those uh, single truck uh, car crushes per se. Um, a lot of times those happen at uh, uh, car dealerships or uh, just displays. Um, you don't see just a single truck too much anymore. Not at least at a monster truck show. They'll either range from four trucks to you might see as many as 16 trucks or the world finals sometimes has 24. And I think at one time they, they brought 32. Uh, uh, but there's a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of really, really good drivers. And, um, and we, I think that we've been able to compete again amongst the best. And we're very proud of that. What's the ceiling? I get the ceiling is always breaking. Car trucks are doing uh, backflips and and the insanity. They used to they'd go around the arena on the the rear wheels and stuff that people said that was impossible to do just a couple of years ago. Is your imagination the only ceiling in this sport? <laughs> Uh, you know, I think that uh, everything has to evolve uh, in order to survive. Um, the, you know, obviously Monster Jam and, and some of their drivers have really pushed the envelope. Uh, they keep inventing new tricks. Uh, Tyler Meninga with Monster Jam is uh, amazing. I mean, I, once I think I've seen it all, I mean, he normally comes up with something new or Ryan Anderson. 
Um, and then once we see that it can be done, we all go out and try it, you know, and sometimes we come up with things on, uh, because we're trying them. And sometimes we come up with things on accident, you know, and then, uh, God, I never knew a monster could do that. So <laughs> then we, uh, then we try to do it consistently and people, we go out and, uh, practice it at the shows. And, uh, sometimes we'll practice it, uh, maybe in a backfield somewhere, but, um, uh, we get lots of practice doing as many shows as we're doing. And, uh, hopefully, you know, we feel like we're, we keep getting better by the week. And, um, but the ceiling, uh, I don't think there is a ceiling. I mean, um, uh, that tr- once I, once I thought there was a ceiling on how far a monster truck could jump or how high one could go, then title of Duke sends it from one end to the other, you know, <laughs> of a stadium. And, uh, uh, and Tom Mintz, uh, I didn't thought anybody could pull up a double backflip and, uh, <laughs> then he goes or, a, or a front flip clear across the stadium. And, um, it's just, um, I think, but that's good for the business. You know, uh, once, once we all see it can be done or something, uh, then it, it expands, uh, our horizons basically of what we think, uh, uh, we can be doing out there for our fans. Yeah. The one thing that I remember, and I've been to, the Speed Freaks have been to a number of shows, but the one thing I remember is a little kid walking with his dad, I think it was in Detroit, and he looked up at his dad, and he was just excited, and he said, Dad, I'm having so much fun. I (laughs) I bet that's your audience. Uh, are the little kids who buy into the uh, the whole suspend your disbelief of uh, monster trucks and what they do. Absolutely. And the biggest thing I when I'm an outsider looking in is when I see other drivers respond to fans, I'm really picky about that because I picture every one of them as it being their best day ever. And I make sure I talk to every single fan and I make them feel very special. So the biggest thing with that is just all these kids, some of them, that's their gift for the year. That's their Christmas gift. And you have to always have to remember, we take it for granted because we do a show every single week of our lives. But sometimes people go once a year, this is their big outing. And we try to make it the best day of their life, basically. Scarlet (laughs) Bandit, Bounty Hunter, Monster Trucks, part of Two Extreme the two extreme series, which by the way, January 7th, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I understand it's, uh, it's tickets are selling quickly. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, both Jimmy and Don joining us here in the freak nation. And it's fun to watch relationships. We had Matt and Angie Smith on recently six time NHRA pro stock bike championship. And uh, Angie who won the last race of Pomona on the bikes. It's fun to watch the dynamics. Do you, between husband and wife, do you ever carry uh, a race into the house, into the bathroom, <laughs> into the bedroom where you just, no, you sleep on that into side tonight. Into the kitchen with the knife. The, do you ever carry that stuff home? You, can I answer this? Go ahead. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so when we started the business, uh, Don, you know, we were boyfriend, girlfriend, and um, things were really rocky at first because when she started driving, I thought that I had to um, tell her everything she was doing wrong. And, um, and that just caused a fight, um, you know, and, and it did not make her any better. Uh, once I backed off and just started letting her do her own thing, she got good on her own. And, um, and then over the years, 
you know, I became her biggest fan. I really am. I mean, when she wins, I feel really, really good. Even if it's beating me, you know, when it's, it's, when we race, you know, some people think, okay, well, I just got to take her down. Um, I must think I got to take her down or she has to take me down. Well, would you think that? Well, well, not really. I mean, my, my opinion, when we go to the final round, I mean, one of us got to win, so one of us has to lose and, and being a family, I mean, I think whichever one of us wins, um, uh, is is a win for the family. Uh, so, I mean, I think a lot of times when we go to the final, it, the pressure's off. Um, it's uh, the pressure's more on me when I'm racing somebody outside the family. Um, but uh, I, you know, we used to tease a little bit about who gets to sleep on the couch or who has to do the dishes or stuff like that. <laughs> I, truth, truth about it, I don't even know where the kitchen is. You know, <laughs> yeah. so and she she'll get us. I she she's like, why don't you fix a meal or two? Well, you know, I I don't know where the kitchen is, but uh, but I do sleep on the couch occasionally. But it's self induced. That's probably because I said something bad or something like that. But it's not because it's not because I lost the race. <laughs> Freak Nation, if you follow us on Twitter, I'm sure you do. Facebook or Instagram, we will have the schedule for you. But just, just again to share with you. January 7th, Chandler, Arizona, Wild Horse Pass, Motorsports Park, Mojave, Arizona. Uh, January 14th, 15th, they head to Missouri, then Nebraska, and back in. Oh, my gosh, I could go on and on with the schedule. But, again, go to TwoExtremeRacingSeries.com, and they spell it kind of funky. That's the letter 2, Extreme, X-T-R-E-M-E, RacingSeries.com. You're right, Crasher. Letter 2, ExtremeRacingSeries.com. Guys, uh, hopefully many more times you'll be coming to the Freak Nation and watching you, you two get after each other like cats and dogs. Well, this is we're on our best behavior. So, I mean, like, I'm sure episode two will we'll be a little bit more hair pulling and, yeah. and all that stuff. But uh, we, we're real excited about coming back to – it's Wild Horse Pass now. I knew it as Firebird Raceway. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to compete there three times a year back when it was Firebird. And uh, it is going to be like a homecoming for us. And awesome. Don't let my don't let my quietness fool you. I cracked the whip at the house. <laughs> oh, I can see it in your eyes, Don. Yeah. I, I, when we turn the cameras off, Jimmy's going to run the hell out of there, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You should have said this. Then all of a sudden, I'm ma'am again. I'll be back to being (laughs) ma'am. That's awesome. But we can see who's sitting on the throne there. The other (laughs) one's on his knee on the floor. So that says a whole lot about what's going to happen when the camera. (laughs) Well, Jimmy, Don, thank you guys very much for joining for. Jimmy, Don, thank you guys very much for joining us here in the Freak Nation. This has been awesome. We look forward to seeing you guys in 2023 out here in Phoenix. Uh, it's great excited. talking to you. Yeah. Happy holidays to you, okay? You, you too. Been asking a lot of questions about the Extreme E series of late. Next year's schedule features a race in the Middle East, two in Europe and two in the Americas. All point out climate change and its effect on the places where the series races. First, there's only five races. Uh, that, that keeps the cost down. All the races are streamed live. Sponsors like that. You can imagine why. Technology is advancing. Formula One team is working on the batteries for the electric cars. A Texas company is developing hydrogen fuel cells to power the grid and paddock. 
an American stock company, is bringing off-road technology to the active suspensions used on the spec cars. Told a lot of this technology could wind up in our driveways. And the crews are few. Teams like that, making the series a place to research and develop electrification technology for showrooms globally. Pull the curtain back. Americans are getting involved in Extreme E. It's never going to be as big as NASCAR, but don't be surprised if NASCAR doesn't dip into the technology pool of Extreme E as it grows in the 21st century. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, it's two hours of an extravaganza that you will not find anywhere. We have our annual Freakies tonight. Race of the year, driver of the year, freak of the year, uh, busted up melon of the year. Well, uh, well, that just might that be. would be the four of us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun two hours here in the Freak Nation. We hand out our Freakies for 2022. Also, interviews with. Uh, Formula D runner-up two times, uh, Matt Fields, supporting those uh, Lucas Oil Colors. He'll join us uh, this hour. Next hour, Jimmy Creighton, Don Creighton. Recognize those? Okay, you'll recognize the monster trucks they drive. We're talking about Bounty Hunter and Scarlet Bandit. Their tour starts up early January. They'll be joining us next hour. Freak Nation, follow us on Twitter. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Hopefully you're watching us and listening to us on one of our many affiliates across the country. Statman, should we get the debate on right now? How long do we go before you stop saying Happy New Year next year to someone? What about uh, June 25th? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The 26th, that's the Freak Nation's New Year's Day. I like Valid that. point. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That, man. Out of nowhere, he comes up with that. Hey. Holy smokes. Trying to cover up the train going through the studio right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> every year we have a debate, Freak Nation, on how long you carry the, hey, man, happy New Year to you. Do you, my, position is this that i'll carry it through a portion of february if i haven't seen that person since 2022 like maybe let's just say february 14th i'll say happy to hey man happy new year to everybody i will roll through middle of february and happy valentine's day while you're at it well no why who gives a damn well after the pandemic sometimes you didn't see people for years (laughs) when the new year's day would show up for them you know if you haven't seen them for 30 40 months but yeah you bring up a good point the freakish new year and that that calendar begins on january 25th excuse me june 25th so yeah and why does it begin on the 25th crash that was the day of our very first show in the year 2000 Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Suave, what about the residential millennials? How long do you guys carry the Happy New Year? I've changed my tune on this. I used to be like, I used to be like, do it until, like you said, Kenny, until I see that person uh, at the beginning of the year. I've changed my tune on this. Now I will say Happy New Year to like five people 
at midnight on New Year's Day through a text, and that's it. That's all you're going to get. Nothing else. If I see you afterwards, just, uh, hey, how you doing? Good to see you again. That's That's it. That's a millennial answer if there ever was one. I don't care about you. It's all about me and who I care about. And all the rest of you can pound sand. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Kenny Sargent, a loyal Omaha Steaks dude for years. And during the holidays for my family, I'm ordering juicy burgers, tender filet mignon, air-chilled, naturally lean chicken, and a side of stuffed baked potatoes from omahasteaks.com. And the great news? I get to taste all of it when I go home for the holidays. It's pretty wise, huh? Well, when you use the code FREAKS right now with your order at omahasteaks.com, you're going to grab an additional 40 bucks off your order. And that's on top of an already 50% off site-wide at omahasteaks.com. Code FREAKS, and you'll get 40 bucks off. The tastiest steaks, pork, chicken, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals, they're waiting for you at omahasteaks.com. Take the guesswork out of gifting. Order now with code FREAKS for 40 bucks off. And beat the rush because some things never change, right? Omaha Steaks, the world's best beef. Every steak and every entree comes with 100% money-back guarantee. Order today, beat the shipping rush, and use promo code Freaks at checkout for 40 bucks off at omahasteaks.com. Minimum order may be required. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works! General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. 800-215-6818. 800-215-6818. That's 800-215-6818. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800 631-9123. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, 22 years, Lucas Oil Studios. That's 22, coming up on 23 years. 
Lucas Oil Studios. Go to lucasoil.com to find the right products to keep your rides on the road. That's lucasoil.com, inside your engine, outside your engine. Bam, Lucas Oil's got it. And finally, we got Matt Field here in the Freak Nation, just wrapping up Fuel Fest in Phoenix, which, again, is about a freaking nine iron from our Phoenix studio. And Matt, uh, talking to you before we went live, you were talking about all these freaking uh, ride-alongs that you provide these people at these Fuel Fest events. What? <laughs> so we, we did over 50 ride-alongs. We did 50 ride-alongs that were basically people signed up, and got in line and I was feeling bad because these people were waiting in line so long. I was feeling so bad that I was like, should I get out of the car and use the bathroom and get some water or do I just keep going? And I look at the line, I'm like, I'll just keep going. There's too many people. So I was literally in the car from 1 p.m. till like 7.30 or 8 p.m. driving nonstop and only getting out of the car basically for one interview uh, that we had like on the live stage and just to change tires, help my crew guy change the tires. Other than that, drive, drive, drive. But, I mean, it's it's a rare opportunity for people to be able to get a ride along in, in a drift car. And mm-hmm. I was very much enjoying it. You know, so much I was driving extra hard because I was having a good time. Freak Nation, Matt Field, drift superstar, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And something that we talked about at PRI. And I'm sorry I got to hammer you on it again. Uh, second place, two years in a row, my friend. But let's, so let's, yep. <laughs> let, let's, let's, let's rehash what was going on at the house that Drift built in Irwindale in that championship race where you come in as a points leader this year feeling so damn good. And what happened? The heavens opened up and the rain hit the track and I hit the wall. That's pretty much, <laughs> pretty much the story of Irwindale. But man, we were pretty much leading the championship kind of on and off, but for the majority of the year, we were consistently getting into the final four. Um, Utah had a little bit of a slip up where somebody slowed down like a lot in front of me and I came through the smoke. It was hard to see. And I ran into them and kind of that bad luck continued into Irwindale where we were feeling good. We qualified great. Um, Our first battle was no problem. We move on to the top 16 and during that break, it started dumping. And of course, then it stops raining. So then the, the conditions get worse from, I'm sure from any motorsports point of view, you either want it to be fully wet we're fully dry. This whole in-between thing is not what you're looking for. And that's exactly where it was. And unfortunately, I overestimated the amount of grip and I took a little bit of a risk and that risk bit me. So we got to remember drifting is literally a game of inches. And I might have just gotten a little too, little too greedy with by a couple of inches. Matt Field, second in Formula D points two years in a row. Matt, you were bumping around uh, learning how to drift which is not an easy thing to do and then you got in this corvette and suddenly you (laughs) went to the front of the line what about the corvette you're the only one that's been able to make the corvette work successfully it seems so i think it was a kind of a coming of age for me right um the corvette definitely i i like driving it more than any other car that i've drifted so far but it, it didn't come easy when i first started driving that car it was a ton of development i'm very fortunate that i have partners like part shop max that are fully dedicated to any kind of chassis that I want to adopt. And we probably have been on our sixth iteration of like the knuckles, the uprights, right? Which are very important in drifting because it's all about steering angle and grip. And once we kind of found a, a, a place where I was happy with the car, then I could start focusing on myself. And especially a young driver, right? I, I've, I've been doing this a while, but 
I still feel like I'm learning every single day. And once I got the car to a part, a place that I was like, all right, this is a capable car. I can win in this car. I can, I can be, I can predict what the car is going to do. Then I turned it around and started focusing on myself. How, how can I improve my mental game? How can I pr- improve my physical game? How can I improve my eating habits and, and all of that? So I really feel like the Corvette made me realize, all right, Matt, the car is where it needs to be. Now it's your turn. Wow. Wait a minute. You dropped in eating habits there. What, what, what are the eating habits that, ha- what does that have to do with a drift round that, <laughs> might take, what, 12, 15 seconds, 30 seconds tops to get through the whole thing? So this is the way that I look at uh, just motorsport in general, right? Everything needs to be perfect in order to win. You even need a little bit of luck, right? doesn't matter how how amazing of a driver you are, how amazing of a car, team, anything. You also need a little bit of luck. So what I was trying to do with diet and mental game and working out and all of that is trying to be the best me that I can possibly be. And yeah, maybe for the 12 seconds that I'm sitting in the car, my nutrition may or may not come into play for that 12 seconds, right? But you got to remember, a lot of times we're in Orlando, Florida. It's 112 degrees outside. It's probably 135 degrees in the car. We're sitting in line just stewing in our own sweat. And then they're like, all right, you guys ready? After you've been sitting in the car for 25, 30 minutes. All right, now go be the best you you've ever been ever and go try to win this battle against a guy who's also trying to be the best him ever. So I took it as, all right, is he doing this? Is he waking up at 6 a.m.? Is he going to the gym? Is he eating his vegetables? Is he trying to get like the the right intake and the right balance and, and play the right mental game? Like, Because if he's not, I'm going to. And if I'm the only one who's doing it, maybe that will make me one step above the rest. So, again, it's just about being the best me that I can possibly be. Wow. Wow. That's I'm I'm amazed. Um, People, you know, I've long since forgotten the issues that uh, drivers aren't athletes. But uh, you're describing an athletic regimen getting ready for an athletic event and uh, drifting is I guess drifting's like any other motorsport. You have to be on top of your game mentally and physically in order to have success. That's what you just described. Man, I look at some of those Formula One drivers and they're the fittest people in the world. Obviously they're they're small, but they're small because they have to be small, right? And I I took a lot away from them. I, I think that there's so much to learn in the ways of what Formula One drivers are doing because they don't have anything to do with the car or anything to do with the team, right? The, all they're doing is trying to be the best them. So I'm taking a, a little bit from them, a little bit from them, and trying to figure out my own way at the same time. So, Kenny, let me ask one more thing here. You've been second two years in a row. You're as close. This year, you were smelling championship. What's it going to take? Eat another bro- sprout of broccoli or <laughs> get ready to go to number one next year? You know, if that's what it takes, I'll eat a 55-gallon drum of broccoli. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll go above and beyond, and I'll do it 10 times over. Um, I think doing a perfect example, doing events like Fuel Fest, and I'm doing another little demo called Sonoma Drift Winter Jam, where it's just having fun, driving with your buddies. I need to, I need to have fun again with drifting. And don't get me wrong. When you're winning, that's the most fun, right? But I need to remember... Why did I get into the sport? Because I had the most fun drifting. I had more fun doing drifting than I did doing anything else. And that's why it consumed my life. And, you know, I've been, I've been drifting for like 17 years now, which is crazy. Um, so I want to try to bring the fun back to drifting. And don't get me wrong. The last two years, I've had a blast. I, 
have a good time. You know, like after the race, me and the boys crack a beer. We ride pit bikes around. I try to take the nerve off, you know, the little edge of nerves off by enjoying it. But I also want to drive a little bit more, not at Formula Drift, and make sure that I have fun doing it. And then one more thing that I really want to do, because I, I go to the gym every day, five to six days a week. But I want to try to do something like boxing. I, I've never done any type of like fighting. And, and I don't want to be a next MMA fighter or anything like that. I just feel like I already push myself 10 out of 10 every day that I go to the gym. So I want to try to add something else on that's more for like a, a reaction time, a little bit more methodical. Because, you know, when you go to the gym, you're literally just work, work till you die, work till you fall over, basically. But your, your brain's almost off. I want to try to keep my brain on, activate my brain and, you know, have a little bit of consequence, but all, all the same time, get a big sweat going. And I don't know if it's going to do anything better, but I don't want to do the same thing I did the last two years. That's for sure. So Matt Field, again, one of your front runners in Formula D joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Speaking of flying those Lucas Oil colors, uh, second place two years in a row. And I hate to keep reminding you about that. And Statman was getting some insight on really what you plan to do for 2023. One of the things we talked about earlier at PRI was the different tracks and how, again, Irwindale is Irwindale. It's, it, it's as they say, it's the house that drift belt. But there's something special about Long Beach as a fan watching the car come and watching it go versus Irwindale Speedway, where you can see the entire track as a driver. Uh, I, I imagine that's got to be kind of thrilling when you come into that turn and you see the crowd and all of a sudden they're gone versus Irwindale, yeah. right? Man, they could not be two different beasts. Could not be any different. Um, Long Beach is like, that's where you put your big boy pants on. That really separates the men from the boys is, you know, they say, because it's all about commitment. Um, you're going into a blind corner and you are going as fast as you possibly can. And when you initiate, you are still like two seconds away from seeing the exit of that first corner. And of course, what do you need to do? Put your bumper on the wall. And you're like, all right, I, I check, check the box. We did that one. Now what's next? Put your bumper on the other wall. And you're like, all right, I can do that. And then you're like, all right, where is that third wall? And you're like, it's way back there. I can't really see it. I'm going to be doing it like 80 miles an hour by the time I get there. And you can't pull the handbrake. You, you got to just throttle out of it. And basically how, how you make the Long Beach track work and how you do well there is you're going to crash. You're 100% going to crash. And then you step on the throttle and it pulls you out of it. And just like that level of commitment, um, I, I really think that it rewards aggression, commitment, mm -hmm. and risk taking. And for me, I'm, I'm all about uh, calculated risks, right? I, I will only drive as hard as I need to, to either try to do the best qualifying run that I can or try to win that battle. But when you go to Long Beach, every single lap needs to be 10 out of 10 because if you take it easy a little bit here, that's where the focus drops and you can wind up in the wall and end your weekend. So for me, um, I like the city. I like the surrounding. I like smelling the ocean and seeing seagulls while I close the lid to my helmet, pull my car into gear and go burn off a set of tires. It's pretty wild. How much practice do Formula D drivers get at these tracks? So, for instance, Long Beach, since we're talking Long Beach, we mm -hmm. arrive on Friday. Or, sorry, we cars go on track on Friday. We have, like, two hours of practice, two and a half hours, and then it's time to qualify. So, Long Beach is a perfect example of you don't get good at Long Beach unless you've been going for a couple of years. And that's why when I feel so bad for these rookies because they don't have any practice on it. And... Long Beach is one of those places like doesn't matter how rich you are, how important you are, you can't go rent that track. 
you can't say, all right, city of Long Beach, close this down for me. I'm going to do a couple of laps here because I feel like, like, doesn't matter who you are. The only way that you can do it is if you're racing the Grand Prix or you're doing Formula Drift. And that's why I think that place is special because there's a very limited amount of human beings in this whole world that have ever put a tire on the streets of Long Beach. You really have to commit yourself, like you said, uh, to some of these places because it's the only motorsport that's judged. And the judging is crazy and you have to the judges have to know a little bit about you in order to give you the great scores that you need to finish on the podium or win a championship man i'm a firm believer in i mean the judges are people right and it's human nature i have this new outlook it's been in the last couple of years that i don't pull my car out of the trailer and do a lap unless i'm fully ready to commit to it meaning I don't want to do kind of a low quality lap because the judges are always watching or maybe they're not always watching, but you don't want them to be watching at a time where you're taking it easy or you're making these big bonehead mistakes because you're not committing because then they kind of get that in their head, right? They're like, oh, this guy is, this is where they're at in comparison to the other guys. Matt Fields, Lionel's Lucas All Colors again, one of your Formula D superstars here in the Freak Nation. Buddy, thanks for taking time. I don't know you're about to hit the road again to catch on the big bird, but it's good to meet you at PRI and good to get you back in the Freak Nation, man. Man, when you guys asked me to come by the Lucas Oil booth at PRI and be on Mav TV, you have no idea. This is like a dream of mine. I grew up, I grew up watching Mav TV and Speed TV and and seeing how involved in all different motorsports you guys are. And I've been working with Lucas Oil for a long time now, you know. And it first started off with here's a, a couple of cases of oil. Good luck, Matt, you know, and, and now it comes to the point where I'm creating content and speaking with you guys and being on the show. And it's incredibly important to me. And, and I appreciate it so much because at the end of the day, I, I was just some little punk drift kid who found his own way. And now I'm here with you guys. So I can't thank you guys enough. I can't thank Lucas oil enough. Awesome. Matt, happy holidays, buddy. You guys too. Talk to you soon. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, coming up on 23 years, June 25th, 2023. We'll be 23 years old. Freak Nation, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Be sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and again on YouTube and TikTok. Again, I've got to say TikTok. Holy smokes. Guys, that's that's another year under the belt for us. Wow. Right. Wow. Richie, you, you look older. You look like you're a year older, my friend. <laughs> you feel older, buddy? I look better is what I'd say. Yeah, I guess you do. <laughs> Hopefully you're listening to us on one of our many radio affiliates or watching us on YouTube or Facebook Live. It's been a hell of a show. We had our freakies the first hour. Don Creton, Jimmy Creton, Scarlet Bandit, Bounty Hunter, Matt Field was in here. Of course, two-time Formula D runner-up to the championship. What a show. What a freaking show. So what do we do for 2023? Uh, we're not sure yet either, Freak Nation, but we'll figure it out. We step it up another notch, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we will. will. We will. We always do. We will figure this thing out. Freak we'll Nation. be on Be Real in about a month. Excuse me, what? And another so No, stop it with the social platforms. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, We'll be dark for a couple of weeks, and then uh, we'll be right back at it in 2023. 
Until then, remember to shoot the Jews to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose, everyone. See ya. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.